Hi, this is Brad Harris, host of the Legacy Mindset Podcast. Thank you for joining us. What is Legacy Mindset? You see, most people are trying to go from survival to success without ever thinking of the next level, which is significance or your legacy. So in this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to go through those three levels. We're going to talk about the three mindsets to get you to that pinnacle, which is significance or your legacy. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you could share this podcast with either your friends or your family or post it on social media, that would be greatly appreciated. And that's how we can get the word out. Okay, great. Now let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to the Legacy Mindset Podcast. I'm Brad Harris, your host. Great to be with you here today. It's it's actually the first day of May, and springtime is truly here. Uh, fantastic weather. Of course, I live in Kansas City, and the weather is just fantastic here today. Hope wherever you're at listening to this that the weather is great. Um, but uh, we got a great subject to talk about today. And what I want to talk about today is a subject that I, that I believe a lot of people struggle with. A lot of people that you know may know close to you struggle with this. And I think it's a subject worth looking into, digging in, diving in, and talking about it. And the subject I'm going to talk to you today is about worry. I want to talk about what does it mean to worry? Do you worry? Are you a person that worries a lot? Are you a person that doesn't worry enough? Are you a person, to, or in fact, do you know people who do worry a lot? So we're going to kind of dive deep into this and, and kind of look at it. And it's a, I think it's a subject that's, that's so needful at this time. Of course, we just got out of a year of COVID in 2020. You saw people just worried about everything. You saw people worried about their health. They're probably worried about their, you know, about their older parents or their older grandparents, people who had health concerns, worried. So let's talk about this. So first of all, the Latin word for wor- worry describes, and this is interesting, listen to this in, in definition, right? The Latin word for worry describes a turbulent force responsible for turmoil within. Worry is when the heart and mind are in turmoil. In nature culture, they use the figure of an animal clutching its prey by its throat and strangling it. Worry is the choking of stifling of a calm and peaceful heart. Now, when you look at the word worry, and if you put that definition of it, we had to stay so far away from worry. And that's what I want to talk about here today. It's like, I think it's something we could never do. I think it's something in personal development as we, on this Legacy Mindset podcast, as we talk about going from survival to success to significant, to be significant in life, we can't worry. See, our fatigue is often caused not by work, but by worry. It's just that, you know, Dale Carnegie always talked about that. Frustration and resentment. 
it, it turns into that. It's, it's like worry is that stronghold around the throat. So my question to you as we go into this, do you worry? Are you a warrior? <laughs> Not a warrior, <laughs> a warrior. <laughs> it's hard to say those two words, right? People worry about the weather. They worry about their health. They worry about their business. They worry about their children. They worry about their clothes. They worry about their neighbors. They worry about their taxes. They worry about their pets. They worry about their future. They worry about their debts. Listen to people talk. All they talk about is worry. It's so prevalent in our society. It's almost like people wear that with a badge. See, we're so worried sometimes even about making mistakes. We won't even go forward in life. Well, I worry about that, Brad. I'll never forget when I started my business, Pam's grandpa, and I actually quit my job. I, I, I was a mechanic. I've told you guys I was an airline mechanic at TWA, Trans World Airlines, which is not an airline today. Some of you guys who've older can remember that. They were actually bought up, I believe, by American American Airlines um, in like around, I don't know, 98, 99, 2000. But I worked from that, I think, from like 1986 to 1993. Okay, and I remember when I started my business, my business started rocking, it started going, and I quit it. And I'll never forget Pam's grandpa, my wife's grandpa. He was so upset at me quitting a job. And it was, at that time, it was a good job. It wasn't a great, I mean, I think I was making about $20 an hour working a lot of overtime, you know, but definitely the industry that I was in, very turbulent. Airline industry is very turbulent. I'm working 24 hours. You know, it's like you work midnights, you have odd days off. It's it's shift work. It's just not a great place to be. And I'll never, I'll never forget when I quit my job, I started my business, and I think I made over $10,000 that month in my business. And I'll never forget Pam's grandpa coming to me and said, Brad, what are you doing? Why did you quit your job? And I said, well, Joe, you know, the... My business is going really good. And he said, well, Brad, I worry about you every night. He used this word worry. He said, Brad, I pray for you every night. Well, I said, well, Joe, keep doing it. It's working. (laughs) You know what I mean? My business is rocking. But, you know, it's like, but he worried about me quitting my job. What a, what a... What a, you know, it's like, what a thing to do. People worry about everything. So now you said, well, Brad, I'm concerned. Okay, so let's talk a little bit. What is the difference between concern and excess worry? Let's talk about that a second here, because I'm not saying I'm not concerned. You're like, so Brad, I shouldn't be concerned about anything. No, I, I, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you should never write this down in your notes. You should never, never worry. If you're biblical, biblical says it's a sin. God takes care of the, the animals, right? He takes care of the ants. He takes care of the birds, right? Why would you worry? Okay, why would you worry about tomorrow? Why would you worry about the past? Just take care of what's today, right? And so concern, right? Concerns allows us to be cautious, plan ahead and make wise, wise decisions. Excess worry causes us to stew and fret over things that are out of our control or over things that may never happen. 
Really think about that. Yes, concern, be cautious, plan ahead, make wise decisions, but to worry, to stew and fret. You see people get sick over worry. Is there a common statement out there that says, I'm worried sick, Brad? Why would you say that? Why would you ever say that? You know, a lot of people think they, they, they like, well, you know, I show I care by worrying. If I don't worry, Brad, then I, I'm not a caring person. If I'm not worried about my kids, I'm not a caring person. See, caring, okay, is not to be attached with worry. It's not to be attached with worry. You know, Harold Stevens, a great quote uh, by, by Harold Stevens, he says, there's a great difference between worry and concern. A worried person sees a problem and a concerned person solves a problem. Let me read that again. I think that's one of the most powerful quotes. Okay, Harold Stevens, right? He says there's a difference between worrying and concern. A worried person sees a problem and a concerned person solves a problem. Which one are you? Which one are you? It's just like, it's... It's just something that really you need to look at yourself. Are you a worrier? <laughs> Do you worry all the time? If I was, some people you just look at them, they look like they're worried, don't they? <laughs> they just look like they're worried all the time. And they think that's such a powerful concept. They think, you know, well, you know, Brad, and they use the word prayer. Okay, I pray for you. No, they say I'm worried for you. That's what they really mean. Because they bleed in prayer, they pray and forget about it, and it would just, just go on. See, it's impossible to have worry and faith at the same time. You can't have it. It's impossible. Faith is the highest attitude. It's the ability to trust that the future will be great. You have to have that. You know, Margaret... Uh, P. McCourty. She uh, she's goes to she's uh, teaches at University of Wisconsin. Okay, she gave a list of what causes people to worry. She stated that forty percent of our worries are over things that never happen. Thirty percent of our worries are over things over are over things over the past that could not be changed by all the worry in the world. We worry about stuff that happened in the past that we can't change. Ten percent are what we call petty worries, just shouldn't worry about. And 12% are needless health worries. How many people go to the doctor and the doctor gets in the worry? It's like, well, and they worry. You know, it's like Bob Proctor, which I study a lot, he talks about, why would you ever go to a doctor? And he would show you a, a... you know, an x-ray or an MRI and say, that's cancer. Why would you ever look at that? He said, why wouldn't he show you a picture of here's a healthy body image? This don't image that. Cause once you clunk the image, it clicks in, clicks in worry. Worry is 85 to 90% of all health problems. It's called stress. 
One of the greatest reasons I believe that we do personal development, we constantly build our minds. We constantly put great things in our mind to, to shut the trap door on worry so it can't enter in. It's feeding the mind. Feeding the mind. Most people worry all day long. See, worrying is like a rocking chair. This is Van Wilder said this, right? Worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. People just sit around and worry. They sit around and talk about worry. They sit around groups of people. Remember I talked about tribal leadership? Go watch that. Go watch that uh um, that, that podcast that I did, they're a tribe of people. They all get together and worry together. There's a great book written by Dr. Uh, McMillan, okay? It's called None of These Diseases. And in this book, he describes how carnal emotions and stress play a large factor in our cholesterol levels. In the chapter entitled Upset Mind, Sick Body, he describes how invisible emotion tension in the mind can produce striking visible changes in the body. Changes that become, changes that become serious and fatal. And he gives a list. He gives a list of these things, okay? Called, he, he says, worry, this thing causes di- disorder of the digest- digestive system, disorders of the circulatory system, disorders of the urinary system, disorders of the nervous system, disorders of the glands and of eternal s- secretion, allergic, al- allergic disorders, muscle joint disorder, infection, eye disease, skin disease. See, worry is a prayer for what you don't want. Don't say I'm worried. It causes, it shuts down the immune system. You know, it's like they talk about, I think it's, I think um, Dale Carnegie used to talk about this, but in, in, you know, it's like when we're chased by a bear or a lion, our body's designed, it's incredible designed body to shut down, you know, and, and that causes stress that causes worry as you guys put it, maybe a bear's chasing you. You want to run as fast as you can. So the body actually shuts down all systems. It shuts down your digestive system. Okay. It shuts down your immune system. It gives all adrenal flow to the muscles so you can run. We call it adrenal. If you run fast, it shuts everything down. Everything gets shut down. And you're able to give all that energy to running to get away from that bear or that lion or that tiger. Now, once you're in safe, then it's okay. All the systems come back on. Your digestive system comes back on. Your immune system comes back on, right? Your circulatory system is back in order. But if you worry all the time, you stay in that, that shutdown all the time. It's like your bear's chasing you all the time because you're worrying all the time. And you wonder why I'm always sick. You wonder why I don't feel good. You wonder why the body breaks down. Worrying we cannot do. We can't have faith and worry at the same exact time. It's like powerful when you look at this. When you look at this. You know, 
you guys talk, heard me talk about Brock Proctor a lot, and, and I study him a lot because I took coaching from him for a year, and then and I and I've read his books probably ten times. Okay, and so but he talks about if you take the body, right, and the body's right. Remember, your body is just a representation of what you're thinking, whatever your body's producing. And he talks about positive energy and negative energy. And anytime you have negative energy, in other words, he calls it ignorance. When we don't know, it's like worry. If we don't study worry like we're doing right now that I can't do this, that's ignorance. That's like, I'm going to worry, Brad, because that's a good thing. I need to worry for my kids. I need to worry for my husband. He's traveling right now. I need to worry for my wife because she's pregnant. I need to. No, you don't. He said, that's ignorance. And what ignorance creates what? Worry and doubt. And what's worry and doubt create? Fear. And what's fear? Fear, the wrong type of fear, that creates anxiety. And see, anxiety suppressed is called depression. Like you said, you want to get rid of depression? Go back up to what they're thinking. What they're thinking, okay, started the process. The worry started the process. Started the, the worry, doubt, fear, anxiety, depression. And what is depression, right? It's depressed. It's anxiety, depressed, suppressed. That makes the body not at ease. And that's, that's what disease is. Disease, all that all's disease is, is, is the body not at ease. It's a representation. If you get this right here, it's the only thing you get out of this whole podcast, is I'm going to quit worrying. You're like, well, Brad, I can Yes, you can. Stop it. Anytime a worry thought comes in your head, eliminate it. Eliminate it. That's what, that's what we talk about imaging. That's what we talk about meditation. It's like image on what you want, not what you don't want. Don't worry about something like, like, like we talked about 40% or 90, 94% of the time never even comes true, never even happens. You worry about getting COVID and you never get it. You worry about somebody dying and they never die. Now, he said the opposite of that is knowledge. Remember ignorance? Now, knowledge. Once you start studying, once you know. See, know turns into understanding. Once you understand, yeah, sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes things go bad. Remember we talked about it, the laws of the universe. Nothing's good. Nothing's bad. It just is. Remember we talked about being neutral. You can't be false positive. You can't be negative. You got to be neutral. These are all personal developments. This is all knowledge. This is how you keep your body healthy. It's powerful when you can keep the body healthy like this, okay? Understanding turns to faith. Faith knows, okay, it's going to be okay. Faith is not seen. It's like, Brad, how do you know? You know, guys, I don't think I've been in the doctor since 1996. I don't wear that with a badge. I just don't go to the doctor. And people's like, oh, Brad, I worry about you. You need to go to the doctor because you need to do this. Now, I, I've done my, I, I've done my blood work. I've done what I call maintenance stuff. Okay, but I haven't been to the doctor for anything. I haven't taken an antibiotic and... 25 years. Okay. <laughs> I believe my brain, I believe it's the big, the greatest pharmacy in the world. Understanding though, have faith. 
faith turns into health. Health is the body at ease. That's all health is. It's whatever your body's at ease. If you have a rash and everything, now I'm, there's always, a, don't get me wrong, there's always situations, okay, where, you know, you need to go to the doctor. I'm not saying if I break my arm, I go to the doctor and get it set. If my dad had a heart attack, I, 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 I wouldn't give him a protein shake. <laughs> but... I'm talking about worry that just destroys the body. The body not at ease. It's constantly not at ease because we're constantly worried about the weather. We're constantly worried about our job. We're constantly worried about our marriage. We're constantly worried about our kids. We're constantly worried about everything. The body's being chased by the beer at all times. Everything's shut down. And now the body can be taken over by whatever comes down the pipe. Whatever comes out, I get the flu every year. Yeah, because you're stressed at that time. In the wintertime, you're stressed. It's called Thanksgiving. It's called Christmas. It's called holidays. It's called it's called all the stuff that we have to do New Year's. All the stuff that we do, and then we're like all stressed out, all the parties, all the stuff we're going to. The body's not at ease. Where are you at? If I was to write down your name, what would I write behind it? If I was looking up in the dictionary, worry, would they have your picture right beside that? See, I have to change my thinking. See, knowledge, not ignorance. That's all personal development is. That's all studying. That's all going from survival, getting out of that survival mode of worrying all the time to success. And a lot of people get success and they're still worrying about their success. Am I going to lose it? I'm going to lose it. Okay. Get to significance. When you live in significance, there's no worry. There's no worry there. It's only when you're in that survival mode. You know, Dean Smith said, if you treat every situation as a life and death matter, he said, you'll die a lot of times. <laughs> How many people die so many times? They even say it. I just about died. It's like, what? What, what, what do you mean? You're a worry wart. I just about died. It's like these sayings that we say. We, we, we represent them in who we become. Who are you? I'll tell you a couple stories. This is a great story. Let me tell you a couple good stories here as, as we close out. It's a great story. It's a group of people were uh, stood on the Matterhorn in the Swiss mountains admiring the scene. Very cold, right? One of the group pulled out a pocket microscope and put, put under the glass a fly that he had caught. He explained to the group that the legs of the household fly in England were naked. And then he called their attention to the legs of the fly he had caught up here in the Matterhorn. They were thickly covered in hair. And he reminded the group that the same God who made the lofty swift mountains attended to the comfort of his tiniest creatures, even providing socks and mittens for the little flies whose homes these mountains were. See, faith is that you'll be taken care of. You'll be taken, if he takes care of his little fly, we'll be taken care of. See, once you have that, all worry 
goes away. You can focus on what you want to be, where you're going. It's powerful when you can get to the state and it's constant work every single day, every single day, every single day, because constantly things are coming at us. We just experienced it last year with COVID. Boom, boom, every single day on the news, everywhere we go, mask everywhere, all the stuff. Ah, worry, 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 worry. Stop. Stop. You'll be taken care of. Now, yeah, concerned. I'm going to be wise. Going back to, remember, way back to when we talked about concern. Yeah, concern allows us to be cautious, plan ahead, and make wise decisions, but not worry. Excess worry causes what? The body to shut down. Last story I want to tell, tell you about is, is a guy named Ken Bayring. Okay, he actually owed the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, he was the owner of the Seattle Seahawks. But like he said, um, you know, he's like, when he first started out in life, okay, they were interviewing Ken and uh, Seattle Seahawks, which is a football team. He said, the first thing I thought to make me happy, he goes, he goes, because I thought if I can just get stuff, I'll be happy. So he goes out and gets stuff. And so he gets him a car, you know, gets him a house, and, and he's like, okay, I'll be happy. And he said, I had stuff, and I wasn't happy. So he thought, well, you know what? I need better stuff. I need better stuff. So he goes, gets better cars. I need nicer cars. I need nicer house. I need nicer jewelry. I need nicer vacations. Okay, that's what I need. That's what I need. That's what will make me happy. So he gets that. He says, I'm not happy. He's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this. So he says, oh, I need different stuff. I need to own a football team because he loved football. I need to own a, if I could own a football team, I could be in the press box. I'd be the owner. I could be in the locker room. I could be an NFL owner. If I just, I would, and he goes, so I went and worked like crazy in my job and I got, and I made it up and I bought me a football team. I'm like, now I'm be happy. He says, it wasn't two months after I bought the football team, I was depressed. And he goes, and one of my friends was really concerned about me. <laughs> Not worried, right? Concerned. Okay, so, but he's like, Ken, Ken, what's, he's like, Ken, listen. Of course, who you hang around, right? He hang around very wealthy people. He owned a football team. He said, listen, I'm going to Africa. I do this trip every year where, I give, you know, it's a very war desolated part of the country of Africa and I and I give away wheelchairs to kids. And I go there every year and said, Why don't you just hop on my private jet with me? We'll fly there. Just get away. You just maybe we just need to get away. Just get away, be on the airplane, get away from all the stuff. And he said, and I said, no, no. He finally talked me into okay, I'll go with you. So he said I jump on his plane and we go. We go to Africa. And he goes, We're giving away all these wheelchairs to these kids who'd been, you know, hurt in this war and couldn't walk. And he said, I'm doing it. He goes, and I've got this feeling comes over me. It's like, wow, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling happy. And he goes, I remember when we were getting ready to leave after we'd done this. I never, I've been the happiest I've ever been in my life. 
He goes, I remember getting ready to leave, and, and, this, and this kid's like, no, Ken, don't go. Don't go, Ken. Don't go, Ken. This little kid is in the wheelchair, and he looks up to me. He's like, he's like, well, I have to go back. You know, I have to go back. I, I have a lot of responsibilities back in America. And, and he said, well, hang on, Ken. I want to look at your face so when I get to heaven, I can remember you. And Ken said it just, the feeling that came over me was so powerful, so powerful. I'd never been so happy in my life. Now Ken, by the way, gives away two to $300 million worth of wheelchairs every year. He said, I'm happiest I've ever been in my life. See, Ken didn't have no worries. Ken was living in significance that's where you want to be, gang. We want to get there. We want to be where, okay, I can just relax. I can just be happy in my purpose in life. And we've talked a lot about this in this podcast. Go back and listen all the way back to the first one when we talked about going from survival to success. It's significance. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. It's what this podcast is all about. Go make a significance. Let's go forward. Let's be powerful. Let's get rid of all worries. Let's focus on what we can do next. And let's make it happen. Have a fantastic day. See you on the next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you could think of anyone who would like to listen to this or use this, please share on your social media or text them. We would greatly appreciate that. And a final thought. There's a proverb that says, if you continually give, you will continually have. It's a perfect formula for building a significant team and a significant life. Remember, your legacy is not about what you acquire. It's about what you leave behind. Let's go have a legacy mindset.